Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Prelude to Positivity. I am your host, Tommy Jirasi. Today, I am really honored to have my guest who I've known for a while and haven't actually spoken to in person yet. So it, they are artist, performer, Milan Gianni. I would like to welcome you to the show. <laughs> How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, how's it going? It's been so long. I know. We did a written interview once. We just haven't yes. done it. We actually never even spoke on that one because we did do email. So this is like really exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, I the interview that you did for me, um, I think it was in 2000 and was it like 19? Probably right before the pandemic hit, right? Yeah, it was literally, yeah, right before the pandemic. I did the cover to Sam Smith. Yeah. And, th- and you were the first person um, to actually like do the article and like, um, just put everything out and it was, I loved every, everything that you said about it. It was just like, it really, really touched me. I was like, yeah, spot on, spot on all the way. So I had to reach back out to you. I was like, let's get it going. <laughs> so on that note, for the people who aren't familiar with you yet, yes. yes, let me say yeah. Tell us a little bit about you, like how, where you grew up, when you became interested in music and performing. Yes, so currently, so my name is Melangiani and I am based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Originally, I am from Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I started, I've I've always been into like singing, dancing, acting, um, but I've officially like started recording like my first like demo when I was like 15. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was super crazy. Like, um, me and my best friend, um, she's a recording artist as well, uh, Khadija Lisa. Oh. Uh, we found a, we found an ad. I think it was like in like a telephone book or something <laughs> for like a local studio, and um, they were looking for artists to like come and like work with and stuff. So we like went down and we were like writing music. It was a whole, it was a whole scam. People taking advantage. It was a mess, but it really, really um, gave us some life um, knowledge, and uh, we really got our feet wet with songwriting and just artist development and everything that it takes to to really, really have a thick skin and make it. So I thank God for that. <laughs> Were you always one of those kids that got up and? danced and sang and did all that stuff yeah you, you oh yeah when I was when I was five I had a broken leg and my mom and my dad my stepdad they always tell me like you know I always like walked around and had my um was like dancing with like my broken leg <laughs> in my castle <laughs> yeah always at the family functions everything like I always was the dancer like the singer I had a karaoke machine um, my mom bought me a karaoke machine growing up, so I would be like in there belting Mariah Carey, mm. Beyonce, <laughs> Brandy. <laughs> and I follow you on Instagram, so I know I've seen you post videos of you performing. Yeah. I know, I know definitely that there's similarities to other artists, but you're really unique. It's just that your energy reminds me of some other people I've seen. Thank you so like, much. It's like Big Frida, how Big Frida has that big energy. Yes. When I watched one of yours, I was like, that's like how Big Frida was. Because I remember Big Frida coming to Brooklyn and I saw her perform. And that's before people really knew Big Frida. And then a couple of years later, I was in LA 
at Pride and Big Freedom performed there too. And I was like, I know Big Freedom from Brooklyn. Like, what? But the energy that you come out with on stage is similar to that. But who would you say that you were similar to? Thank you. And some people you look up to. Thank you. So um, um, first, I love Big Frida. Uh, she's everything, everything. Just trailblazer in the industry. Uh, then the new thing with Beyonce, oh, I just lost my mind. That song to me was mind. all about Big Frida. I was like, I don't care about Beyonce at this point. Right? <laughs> Release your job. Release your job. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like all the way here for it. Um, um, but yeah, some um, people that I would be similar to, um, definitely, hmm, like you say, I'm really, really unique. So I feel like it's hard for me to say like, I'm like one person, you know what I'm saying? But I'll give you like a couple of different people. I'm like, if like Prince, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, um, Brandy and Tank had a baby together and Lady Gaga, you know? I love, um, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross. Um, Missy Elliott, Tony Braxton. Um, just- Were you a fan of Sylvester? Were you a fan of Sylvester? You know the artist Sylvester from- I've heard, I've heard, I've heard a little bit, but I haven't really gotten into it, so. Yeah, I can see that being thrown in there a little bit too. Yeah. You know, I have a really, I have a really, really unique vibe. You know, I'm super eclectic. I went to school for musical theater. Um, I studied jazz vocals. Um, I write, and I'm just influenced by life, by culture, um, by seeing the world go around, different issues that are going on, different issues that I go through, and um, I just love to bring life to music and just put my all into whatever sound that it is I'm committing to at the time because I'm really, really versatile. So it's like, to put myself in like a box, it's like, it's, I'm gonna, I do like eras. So right now I'm in like this era. And then like, when I come out with my next project and I do like more music and you guys see me develop more and more, you'll see like the evolution of like, oh, okay, I thought you were gonna give this, but then I show up one day and I give like that, you know? I just let myself be free with my looks and the sound and just the whole package around what I'm doing. That's interesting. And who, from those people you named, but who would you like to perform with? Like if you had a dream ticket and you were gonna do a concert and you could have people come and duet with you on a few songs, who would you pick to do that? Beyonce, like. <laughs> Top of the list. <laughs> Come on now, like Beyonce, the queen, the queen, Beyonce. Like that is something that I've been manifesting since. Since Destiny's Child, like literally my aunt, she bought me my first Destiny's Child tape. And I literally, it was a cassette tape. And I literally have been in love with Beyonce's artistry and um, just every single facet to what it means to be an artist and just watching her develop over the years. And it's just so inspiring. And I just aspire to be just like that one day. So of course, be. Yeah, of course. Uh, and also life, you talked about life and have basing your art around life. So life yeah. has thrown some stuff at us lately, especially the past couple of years, we've had things thrown from everywhere. So how do you find a way back to positive when things get really tough for you? 
Um, definitely, I feel like take um, having things that that really, really center you and like really, really ground you. Like um, really figuring out like for me, like knowing what's important to me. Like not to be morbid, but like if you were to die tomorrow, what would what would you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Like ha you're having that kind of like mindset in mind and um, knowing that things are always going to work out for me, no matter what, you know, and like nothing beats hard work and um, being a good person, you know, um, just really, really following the laws of being good to someone and expecting that back in return. Like, that's how I, I live my life. I'm not perfect, you know, but like, I don't go around intentionally doing things, setting my intention on, on amazing, amazing things and visualizing, you know, I always, always have seen myself as a international global icon, superstar, like Michael Jackson, like, like Beyonce, like Janet Jackson, like Prince, like, everybody that has come before me. And any, anytime I watch Whitney Houston, anytime I watch somebody, I like put myself in their shoes. And I, and I always look at people's stories. That's a big thing for me. I'm a story watcher, documentary, podcast person. Um, I look at, I do a lot of self-development stuff with my mind, instead of my mindset. Um, working on my mindset and just knowing that like, it's gonna be rough but it's going to, you're going to have high moments as well. And being able to be okay with yourself at the end of the day, when you have a low moment or you have a high moment, because it's going to go up and down because that's just how life is. You have peaks and you have valleys, but it's all going to benefit you and turn you into the person that you become at the end. And you can't become this person without having your story and all the different things that it takes. So you have to take everything in with grace and just honestly, live it up. And that's how I get through it. <laughs> I how you keep the mental health in check. Cause I know people like, especially during the pandemic, mental health became this big, it was, it's always was a big issue, but during the pandemic, it became okay to discuss it. So that's become a hot topic. But is that how you keep the mental health kind of in check too? Do you meditate? Do you do certain yeah, things? Yeah, 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 yeah. I meditate, um, I pray. Um, I, um, like I said, I read my Bible. I look up different, um, different ways. To, um, I practice mindfulness, um, just different things. I sit by myself a lot. I sit by myself a lot. And I think about what do I want? I set my intentions for what I want and I go hard for it. And I don't let anybody tell me no. Like, um, I believe in like creating your own opportunities. Like, it's like, if you're not going to let me in here, I'm like, oh, like never, ever have I ever in any audition and never and haven't got an opportunity that I really, really wanted and walked away from it. Like, oh, this isn't for me. No, no, no. I'm not that girl. I'm like, oh, mm, so that means that I need to like do this. I need to do that. What was it about it? that you? So what you want me to do? What you want me to do it like this? Or you want me to do it like that? Or I have to go through the side window, through the back? create my own house, every, listen, you know, cause no, it's not an option. I, I believe that. I think, also think the more things that you say yes to, the more things, the more opportunities you get 
to say yes to. You know, like you, the universe will give you what you're doing. So if you're saying yes a lot, there'll be more things you can say yes to. Exactly, and saying yes to the right things. And I like for me, it was really saying no. Cause I've said yes a lot in my life, but like for me to like really, really get what I want, I feel like me saying no to other things that other people may want for me. Like someone else may see you the way that they see you, but you have to really, that's why I say you have to take time for yourself. And like during the pandemic, that really gave me time to do that. And all of us, you know what I'm saying? Because you had no choice, but to like be alone. But to be honest with you, I've always been like a loner and always a person that like been like a leader and made decisions for myself. Like I love to have fun and like key and do all the things as things like everybody else. But at the end of the day, I have goals and I'm really, really determined. So I know that like, I like to get down to business. I like to make the tough decisions, talk about the tough stuff to myself so that I can be the person and show up and get the opportunities that I want, like you said, so you can attract the things and say yes to the things. But if you don't deal with all the stuff, and I did therapy too during um, the quarantine oh, over the phone. That's good. It was amazing. It was amazing. That was an amazing decision for me to do um, too during the pandemic. Because uh, you had the time to actually think about it, right? And say, this is what I should do. And instead of being running, running everywhere all the time and not knowing where you're going, you actually had time to say, where do I want to go? Exactly. And just working, working, working. Because when you work and you bury yourself in your craft, you kind of become your craft, you know? Like at the end of the day, if you couldn't do your art, how do you feel as a person? A lot of us, we are our work. I really want to, I'm more than my work. I'm more than an artist. I'm more than anything that I can do. You know what I'm saying? I'm a human being, like we're all are beautiful and we have to like find that true love for ourselves first before you can like, yes, your art and everything else, but it's like, you wanna be one with yourself at the end of the day because life is short. So many, so many different things are going on in the world and it's like, you can't control anybody. All you have control over is yourself and you only get one body. So it's like, take care of yourself. And we talked about you being unique and also how you live large and, you know, that persona and you like to take life. But it, with all of that, is there anything about you that you feel like people tend to misunderstand? Yes, I am very, like, I, like, I am a Leo, but I'm almost a Virgo by a couple of days. Like, my birthday is August 21st. So, like, people can think that I'm super outgoing but I'm actually like an introvert and like to myself, like how I told you, like I've always been like a loner. Mm-hmm. Like I like to like have my solitude time. Like I can go out and like perform and do all the things. But then after that, like that takes a lot out of me <laughs> and I have to like recharge by myself. <laughs> I can see that, but I can see people misunderstand that too. Cause I've seen the videos of you in the leather outfits and I would not think that that person is shy or <laughs> quiet. <laughs> no, like, like I'm, and, and then like, I'm literally such a hot mess. Like I'm like, right with like, like I'm, things are, I feel like this. I learned a long time ago, like things never go perfect. Like when, when something is going to come out amazing, it's like, everything is going wrong. And I'm kind of like a tornado, but I have like a method to my madness. The way that I create, the way that I do things, like it'll be backwards to somebody else. And when I look at it, 
in retrospect, logic, I'm a very logical person, but when I'm in my artist mode, I'm like not logical. So when I look back at it, I'm like, why can I do that? But then I think about how it came out and how I, I would have never got that magical moment had I not just allowed myself to like be free and just let things happen and then go with the flow and then like just kind of like problem solve and like re-navigate, like re-navigate through it. It's like, I'm forgiving to myself. I'm like, listen, this is what it's gonna be. And then just giving the best that you can in that moment and not letting yourself beat yourself up because it's like, at the end of the day, like when you create your own platform and you do your own thing, it's like, who, who gonna check you, boo? Like you're doing, you have your own platform. You do your own thing. You do amazing at what you do. Who's going to, like, what can somebody else say about that? Nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing. That's the beauty of creating your own thing. So it's like, I have to, I always like remind myself of that. Like I wrote this song. I worked hard. I did this. So it's like, and this is what I've always done. It's not like I've, like I, I put in the work. So when you put in the work, it's kind of like an acting school. They teach you to you do all this technique and everything. And then you just throw it away. And then you just like become and you just live in the moment. And that's like the best feeling. And then you just, and that's when I feel the best. That's when I feel the best. And like, that's what I do it for. And then it reminds me of all the crazy moments and all of the like, cause I put my all into, I put all my money, all my time, like, everything like I don't do anything else you know what I'm saying um so it's like it takes a lot out of you so you have to make sure and then you don't have control of how things go you know and you can't put your value based on numbers and um just vanity metrics you know you have to remember why like your why, why it is that you started doing what it is that you started. I started way before there was a social media or internet. Like there was internet. I'm not that, I'm not that old, but, <laughs> but it was no social media. Like it was no right, social right. media. Like Instagram was unheard of. TikTok, who? Like, that still is like, what? How did that happen? <laughs> literally, I'm still figuring out like, like. <laughs> you must be good on TikTok though, because your stuff is, the dancing and the moving and I can see people want, you know, getting into So that. I'm I'm getting I'm getting with it. Like I'm not I'm not bad. Like I know what to do, but it's like just forcing myself to honestly just like keep 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 being consistent with it. And then learning how um learning how to TikTok. Like I'm a business person. Like with me doing hair, like I'm really, really good with like strategizing and looking at the like what's working, what's not working from objective standpoint. So it's like, I can look at someone else's, whatever it is, and be like, oh, this is why this is working for you. And then look at mine and be like, oh, this is why it's not working for me. So I need to do more of this so that I can get to more like that. Not exactly, but that's just like a base point to start from with any business or anything that you want to do. <laughs> and also the mistake is a lot of people I see make is that they become like other people. So when you're looking through the feed, you're like, oh, this is James. And then you're going, oh, wait, that's not James, that's somebody else. But they're all starting to look alike or they're, they're, what they're posting is a similar thing. So you don't even know who's who anymore. And that's no good because the blend is not what you want to do. No, exactly. And then it's, and maybe if you want to go viral or someone sees something, but not for an artist like Nicki Minaj, I love her. She's one of my inspirations as well because I rap as well. I rap as well. 
And um, so, um, but what I was gonna say about her um, was she made a comment about, with her interview with Joe Budden, she was saying basically something to the effect of, um, basically when you're following these trends, like be careful because you're gonna get lost in the trend. So if you're a recording artist, it's like you have a different objective here. It's like, you wanna stand out, you wanna go against the grain in a sense so that you can be yourself, not to, to just be different for the sake of being different, but like really, really be yourself. But on, on the other hand, you wanna be seen and you need the, you need people to actually view you too. So it's kind of like when to conform, when not to conform. So then like that plays on your mental health too. So it's like, but I feel like, but I feel like you have to like fit in the middle. Like I feel like I fit in the middle, right? So I'll look at all these videos and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's amazing. I can do this and I can do that. So I might not be able to do the whole dance or I might not get this whole trend, but I'll put me into it. Like I'll make it my own or I'll be like, I'll do something similar. And then once I start to do it, I end up doing something completely different, but that's why you have to trust the process and record something. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. Like you're not going to get it perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And when you think it's perfect, you're not the one that's buying tickets to your show. So it doesn't, it really doesn't matter what you think. You can love your, you can love it down, but you need to put it out and let them judge it. And then you can tweak it. And then I can see, okay, they like when I do this or when I do this. But if you don't have enough different things out to kind of like judge and gauge yourself, then it's kind of hard for you to know in an objective way, okay, what do I need to do next? So I kind of like put myself on like a, like I'm in artist mode and then I'm in like influencer mode. And then sometimes I go way deep into the artist mode and I like disappear to like dark abyss on social media. And then um, once I get my, then once I, I get my artist catalog builds when I feel like that side of me is like full and it's good, then I like lean back into the social media side. But it's really, really hard because balancing that with like your mental health and like, editing and you name it working <laughs> but where can people find you online now we're talking about your tiktok your instagram where can they find you where are you most active things like that. yes so i'm most active on instagram um i am melangiani and then i am also active on tiktok um i am melangiani and then um excuse me then on twitter um I'm not that active on Twitter, but I'm like getting more and more with it. I like Twitter because you can kind of just like speak your thoughts and um, <laughs> give like the inspirational quotes and stuff. You know, it's it's super cute and cool. You know, but you got to be careful with. I'm I don't come from the um, the age of just putting exactly how I think on the internet. Like you know, and for me, that is not the nice thing to do. It's like, if I'm thinking something, right? I wanna, I like my privacy. I should be able to think my thought. I don't want somebody coming to check me about how I feel. So I keep certain things to myself so that, but I love Twitter. I do believe that certain things you definitely should say when you have um, your platform. And it's super cute. It's super cute and it's super fun. It's so different to Instagram. I'm like learning like how it is. So. Yeah, I did that backwards. I started with Twitter and then I went to his, I, on Instagram. So I did the Twitter thing and then I was like, well, let me check out the Instagram thing more. Because I had Instagram, but I just wasn't using it. 
Yeah. You know, I feel like on Twitter, it's like some people are like super controversial and it's like, um, it's, I think, but for clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it on purpose. I think that's a new thing too, where everybody wants to be controversial. And I'm like, why, why? <laughs> Can't we just and then, wait, wait, but this is the gag. You go and look at their page and it's like, are you really talking about this person? You know, no, if you live in a glass house, don't throw stones. And that's what I'm saying. You have to treat people how you want to be treated, you know? But it's the key. I like the, I like, I love Twitter. I like how, um, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the brand, Twitter is definitely the way I had a bad experience at, at McDonald's <laughs> last night. I, think I, I never go to McDonald's. I had a bad experience at McDonald's and I, I just wrote a comment about it and they wrote me. Oh, did they give you some free fries or something? <laughs> no, I didn't even bother writing it back. It's just this this specific McDonald's. You know how like they the ice cream machine is always broken. Always. And um, they're just always so nasty and so rude. Like at this McDonald's right here, like that is a requirement to work there, like to be nasty and to be from the manager all the way down. And the employee was helping me and the manager was yelling at her. I was like, girl, I just, I, I, she's doing that because I asked her. And they're just, it's just so much chaos. You just walk into somewhere and you just feel the chaotic environment. Especially in New That's York. That's how it is. It's like that in the ones in New York because New York is such a crazy place to begin with. And throw in a broken ice cream machine and in Brooklyn, forget it. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a no, it's a no, it's a no. But yeah, but those are the those are the three platforms that um that I I mainly use. Oh, YouTube, YouTube, one hundred percent YouTube, YouTube. I have um I have my music video um coming to me, which is on my EP um nine three seven, um and I have my the cover to Sam Smith that I had did that's out that's on there, and then also too, I'm going to be dropping like more like behind the scenes content and um just showing like my personality more and um, behind the scenes and, you know, same old, same old. <laughs> you, have you have your music on Spotify or you don't put it there? Yes, yes. All my music is on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music, you can find me. Just type in Milan Gianni. Um, yes. So what is one thing that you absolutely cannot live without? One thing I can't live without. One like a physical thing? Anything. Could be anything. Anything? Yeah. Music. Yeah, I was talking to that. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> it is life, right? No, seriously. Seriously. Like, have you seen my silhouette? <laughs> Jeez, it's good to make it <laughs> You know, music, it, it literally feeds my soul. Like I wake up, I, I wake up singing, I go to sleep singing and um, I'm always listening, developing my ears, developing my craft, um, always learning. And it's so beautiful. It's the one language that transcends everything. Like, um, it, it just, music is just life and it can change people. It can change a room. It can change an environment. It can make you feel happy. It can make you feel sad. It can, 
it's such a, it's like a, one of our biggest way, one of our biggest tools of communication, you know? Sometimes talking, people can't understand what you're saying, but it's like when you sing it and you're, you listen to um, uh, someone put it into a song or you rap it or however, with the melody and everything, you know, with the notes, you can make something sound sad, you can make it sound happy, or you can make it sound excited, you can make it sound sexy, you can make it sound angry, you know? And um, you can touch people all over the world, it's different languages. It's like, we cannot speak the same language and you might not be able to understand the words, but you get the feeling and the vibe. Yeah. So, and it just, and also too, it cures, it's good for your mental health. Like, honestly, like sometimes when I just listen to music, like I listen to um, like Afro beats, like all the time. Like when I, when I do my makeup and I'm getting ready for a show, I can't listen to music with words. It gives me anxiety. Okay, I can do that. So I listen to the, to the Afro beats because it has like a nice rhythm, but then it's like, it has like different undertones and it's, and I love dance music, house music, music. That's a good answer. And then what's one thing that you wish we could all live without? I wish we could all live without hate. I wish we could all live without hate because we all are so unique. We all are so different. Everyone has their own lane. Everyone was created for their own unique purpose, you know? just like the animals were, you know? No one taught the cheetah how to run. No one taught the eagle how to fly. Nobody taught the bird how to fly and the alligator how to swim in, you know? But you just do it and you develop your gifts and you learn how to do it. You become a butterfly out of the cocoon, you know? So um, hate, because when you hate, it's like you don't see your own beauty and you're hating on you. You hate somebody else. You hate something else. But if you take that time and that energy and just focus on yourself and stop worrying about what somebody else is doing, because why? Why? What is it about them that is making that is that is um, bothering you on the inside? You know, so I feel like and hate just it just creates so many other things. Like I say hate because hate is the root of a lot of different things. It starts, you know, jealousy, envy, but um, hate. I wish that that was like not allowed in the world because if hate was not allowed, it would just be all love. We would all just be happy, living our lives, doing what we want to do, making ourselves happy, you know? Making each other happy. And making other people happy. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. If you, If your life had a theme song, what would it be? And my life had a theme song, what would it be? Beyonce, I was here. Oh, that's a good one, wow, okay. I see that. That's literally how I feel. Like, that's literally how I feel. Like in the beginning when I said like not to be morbid, yeah. you know, when the first line of that song, I want to leave my footprints. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just really want to leave my footprints in the hands of time and just really let people know that I was here. You know what I'm saying? When I was here, I made my mark on the world and I stood up for what I believed in and I stayed true to myself 
and I put out amazing, amazing music and I helped change the world and push for love and happiness and just left the world in a better place that, that it, than it was than when I came in. You know what I'm saying? And to really, 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 truly um, change people's minds. We have, sometimes people can have very narrow mindsets. Me being a hairstylist, I get to talk to a lot of different people. And not just being a hairstylist, but just, I've worked so many different places, so many different things. And I feel like sometimes when you haven't met somebody before, like a certain kind of person, I feel like you can have kind of like preconceived notions. So I feel like, um, I don't know, we could all just see the humanity in each person. I feel like that would just, that's just kind of like what, how I feel I am, what I do to each room that I'm in, you know? Cause when I go into different rooms, people may, ha may have not met somebody like me, you know? But I'm here to stay and I'm here to help change the world and make it a better place and make it more comfortable for the next person coming like me. You know what I'm saying? And for people that are out there like me and they are different, you know? Cause you don't have to be like me. You can be like you, or you can be like the next person, you know, but it's just, and representation is important. And I just wanna, um, just wanna just make music for the rest of my life, <laughs> make an impact. And then specifically this current chapter of your life, what would it be called if you were writing a book about your entire life, but what would this, these moments now be called? This would be called the defining moments. The defining moments, because um, these this this last year has been like a lot of defining moments for me. You know, it's really really. I've done a lot of work, but like I put out my EP this year, and it's like once you put out something, it's out. But that's when the work actually begins, mm -hmm. and it's like. When things get rough, being able to stick it out. Um, so it's really defined me as a person and it's really defined me as an artist. And it's really increased my fight and my hunger and my, my drive and my songwriting, my everything that I do, I do it with like, rah, like, oh, it's mine. It's like, I'm taking it. And um, because these are defining moments that are gonna get me to where I'm, like it's gonna catapult me, you know? But it's like me remembering the principles of when I first started out and just remembering key things and, and just showing up authentically like myself and not allowing people to make me feel uncomfortable or allowing myself to make me feel uncomfortable. Cause sometimes you feel like you're not good enough or you don't belong here, you don't this or that or whatever. Not allowing those voices to come and just deliver what I know that like I was literally born to do. And put my money where my mouth is, you know, because so many people, they say, oh, I'm this, oh, I'm that. You know, everybody self-proclaim everything nowadays. <laughs> yeah. And there's no trainer. Yeah. There's and no you trainer. Can, you can be whatever you want. <laughs> no trainer. You know, you can't be, you know, it's like, I'm a this and you know? Yep. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that a hundred percent. Finish these sentences. The world needs more 
peace. The world needs more peace. The world is a mess. Mm -hmm. More peace, more peace. And the world needs more people to mind their business. Like you don't get to control what somebody else is doing with their life. One plus one equals two. I don't understand what the debate is. You know what I'm saying? One plus one equals two. They're trying to make one plus one equal 10 and it doesn't make any sense. It should, it should just be a concept like universal. Like everyone should be in charge of their own bodies, their own decisions. Yeah, I agree. I just told somebody today that when you're not minding your own business, you're also not handling your own business. So you really should make more attention to your business and don't worry about everybody else. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like all the energy on all that stuff to put energy in you and then you'll be good don't worry about it exactly <laughs> exactly i agree <laughs> and then this sentence finish this one i need i need I need more organization. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no shame. Okay. No shame. I need more, more organization. That's something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. You know, me being transparent. Like, I'm really, really working on, like, my organizational skills because, girl, she takes me out. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to me being creative and, like, the creative side of things, I, like, thrive. But when it comes to me being organized and, and um, just making sure that um, that I'm sticking to, um, that I'm just pushing through on certain things, you know what I'm saying? Because it can get really, really tough and just not being in my head, you know, because being in your head is literally the worst thing you can do. Like living in your head is, living in your head is all oh, this, oh. like you have to just do, do stuff, you know what I'm saying? And and let what works works, you know, and don't get like not being so um, caught up, you know, it's like at the end of the day, I'm going to get a slice of pizza, I'm going to go out, I'm going to like, it's going to be a good night, like, you know, like we're going to kick up our feet, drink some tea, you know, like, <laughs> and just kick back, and kick back and relax, because you're breathing, you know, you have your blessings, you have so much, think about the things that you have to be grateful for. You know, I always do that. Like I'm grateful for everything that I have. I could literally, like when I have nothing, I'm so grateful because I understand that in order for me to get more, I have to be grateful. And not just because I understand that, that's why I'm grateful, but I'm really grateful because I'm genuinely grateful. Like, it's like, you have to look at, the, you look at, look at the world. You know what I'm saying? Someone would love to be in your shoes always, you know, but you have your life. So you have to be grateful for it. You know, they have their life and you never know what the next person is going through. So it's like, oh, they could be going through more. They could be going through less. Who knows? But what you need to do is be grateful for what you have. And then that's when you reel it in. I feel like gratefulness and gratitude helps you to reel it in. Like you could be like, phew, 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 phew. and then you'll be like, oh, I'm grateful for, for just the small things around you. You know, like you in nature, like I like to sit outside, go for, I love taking walks. Like that's another thing. I'm a, I'm a nature person. I don't, I'm, a, I'm like kind of like a nature person. Like I love outside, but I don't like the bugs. 
So it's like a love-hate relationship. But I love like just nature because it just gives you that feeling of peace and um, just gratefulness. You can just see the world. You just see the world from a different lens. So. I know we talked about before uh, putting a song of yours in here. Do you want to talk about what song you want to share and then? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll talk about my song. Um, my, I'll talk about my song, Switchblades. Okay. So um, that track is the first track off of the EP, and it was a, it's a super emotional record for me. Um, literally, like the most emotional one that I've like ever done. <laughs> and, the real, real, the real, real. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like really, really being raw, emotional, open, honest, transparent. Like. Um, like I said, music is like my diary. Like it'll be hard for me to speak something, but then like putting it into song, it's like nothing. I can just get it like right out. Um, but the song um, basically is talking about um, just dealing with dealing with a situation and you being cut so bad from it, but you have to like break away from the situation. But it's like cutting you and it's cutting the other person because you have to break away from the situation, right? So you're like, so it's like, that's like stabbing you, right? But you have to break, you have to break up the person. So it's like, you're stabbing them because you think about how they feel, right? So it's like, boom, you're stabbing them and, and you're stabbing yourself as well. So that's why I call it switchblades. And it's like, I, I feel like I was getting cut both ways because um, I understand, I'm a super empathetic person from me just how I am and then studying acting and being creative just does not help, you know, because I'm so understanding and I can really, really understand like some of the craziest things sometimes. Um, and then rationalize, rationalize it too. So it was like, I just had to come to a point um, where it was like, okay, I have to cut myself, cut you so that I can cut it off. And then it'll get freer, it'll get better at the end and just realizing, having that moment of realization um, that you did make a mistake and that it is, it's, time to, it's time to move on. And not a mistake in the sense of, you wish that you could go back, but a mistake in the sense of like, oh, this, I have to, I need to move forward. Like this is not a, um, a healthy situation for me to, um, not a healthy situation for me to be in. Um, and that song, like I was fasting when I did that song, uh, I was just in a super reflective, um, super reflective space where I wanted to be, um, literal, but not too literal because I like making music that is not so specific to a specific person but it's like a general feeling. But the story is like loosely based, but it's still telling this. It's like, it's like when you want to tell a story, but you don't want to tell all your business. Right, but you still, interpretation for other people too, so they can interpret it the way they want. Exactly, like you can put a super specific part in there or you can make it like, so everybody can, this is like for, for everybody, you know? And um, 
then like just the way that I did the runs in the song and uh, the range that I use in the song, it, it, it's, it um, symbolizes me freeing myself and me just letting go and um, me putting myself first. You know, that was like the really, really, that was a really hard time for me. And it was um, important for me to um, put myself first. So, but it really, really hurt. Like I, like when you go through that, like it literally, when you have to, when you have to end something that you know, but you really like physically you want to do it, but you know in your brain that this shit is going, sorry, it's going up in flames. Yeah, yeah. It's going up in flames. So you have to be like, you know what? Boom, I'm gonna cut my arm up because you're gonna fall. I'm not falling with you. Ooh, cutting, cutting the hand. Oh, we cutting the hand. Oh yes, the hand's gonna grow back. The hand's gonna grow back. And if it doesn't, we don't need no hand. <laughs> and, awesome. and I, had to be, I had to be in that be in that space of like whatever I I'm like I can get back. I need my my peace, my peace of mind. So I wrote that song about that. Yeah, because it, sometimes you stay in that familiar space just because it's familiar and not because it's good for you. And then you just you just deny everything and you're trying to stay in that familiar because it, it feels safe, but it's not safe. It's silly. it's not safe. And, it, and then literally at any moment, it's like, what are you waiting for? You know, it's like once someone, once someone has, once you have a set, um, set boundaries with somebody, you have a certain banter back and forth with somebody it's hard to change that you know what i'm saying it's really really hard to change that narrative especially when you guys have been together for a little while and that's just how things go between you you know what i'm saying um and also too when you know that the person that you're dealing with is not um hasn't done the the self-work that they need to do on themselves and they're not they have never went to therapy and they never because i believe that everybody needs therapy me too. No shade. Me I feel like everybody, if you feel like you don't need therapy, something is wrong with you. Uh -huh. It's every, the person that thinks that they don't need therapy is the person that needs to go to therapy. The most. <laughs> the most. It's one thing if you say that, you know, I've never been to therapy, I'm not opposed to it. But it's another thing if you're like, oh, I don't need therapy. Me. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> I'm sorted. I'm sorted. But who sort you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> literally so switchblades switchblades for sure and then i didn't want i wanted to make it um very um i didn't want to make it so like down and like a womp 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 woe is me kind of a song right so that's why i was very strategic in the words that i use like the words are super super empowering and um you just, it just fills you up and it just makes you feel like, you know what I can do is like, you're breaking the chains. Like as the song is going, the chains are just breaking. The chains are just breaking. And you just like, yes, I can do this. Like, because you can, and you just realize who you are. And you just, you just remembering, remembering and just, just come to saying it to yourself like a mantra. And the, the instrumental, like the producer that, um, that did the track, like the beat is like, it's like a progressively moving forward and it's just so beautiful. It's super angelic. Um, but then it has like very, it's super hard, super hard bass lines in the drums and um, it's super, super commanding. 
has a very commanding presence to it as well. And that's why I placed it in the beginning. And it's actually the last song that, um, that I recorded. And I didn't know that I was gonna put it on the EP. I was gonna wait to drop it after because the other tracks have been, I have recorded for like, what was it, like two years, I think, or a year and a half that I had to, to do those. And I had did this one and then I was like, I think this is the opener. And then it's not long either. So it leaves you on like a cliffhanger of like, oh, I wish it was longer. Cause then I thought about like getting it to be longer and things, but um, no. And then I love how it's titled Switchblades. So you think it's like a violent or- You think it's about something street fight or something like that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So. Definitely that one. Do you want to leave everybody with something to think about or, you know, maybe an action that they should take going forward with themselves? <laughs> yes. Um, first, follow me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a given. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just honestly, stay weird. Stay weird. Like the thing about yourself that's quirky, that you think nobody likes or that you may not like yourself because a lot of times the thing that you don't like, other people like, but then sometimes you end up liking it. It's your mindset and your perspective. You have to really, your mind is so powerful. Your mind is so powerful. You can be your biggest um, supporter, or your worst um, person to get you down. You know what I'm saying? So you have to decide for yourself, which one are you gonna be? And then how do, you how do you expect for somebody else to believe it if you don't believe it? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just keep being you and you'll figure it out because at the end of the day, we're all figuring it out, you know? I think people forget that because especially with social media, people think everybody else has it together because they see it no. on social media. Like, no. They know how to put it, they know how to put together on social media. I'll be at an event with somebody and I'll watch their social media and I'll be like, she's cute. I need to do it like that next time because it didn't look, I didn't even take a video. Or the video that I took, I didn't put it together like the way that she did. And the way she made it look was like so lit. And the event was lit, but I'm looking at the Instagram like, oh, like she made it like they, it's, everything is angles. I've been in places where it literally, it was not like that. Yeah, yeah. But it'll look like that on Instagram, you know? But it's like, but it's like the joke is on you though, really. It's like going to somebody who, going to somebody on Instagram to get your hair done and they have a lot of followers and you're just following the hype of the crowd. You have to listen to your inside self. What do you like? Because that will save you from so much. Mm. Yeah, you, people forget too that people can put it on extra on Instagram so that therefore it's there. They may be at like a five, but they're bringing it up to a 10 to make it look, and then they're not like that all the time. You know, and I always say, like me, that's why I have, I have no makeup today. I said no makeup, got my hair to the regular bun because like I like to show different sides of myself, you know, because this is me too. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? And you have to be authentic. And rather somebody shows that or not, you have to know that. You have to, as a human being and how you are, you have to understand that you are not the only person that's like that. These people are just like that too. And you can't put people on a pedestal because then that's where all that, you start putting people on a pedestal, but you don't realize that you're doing it. You don't realize that you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's fine because we all do it, but you have to be able to check yourself and bring it back down to reality. Like who cares, even if that was that person's life, did that pay your bills? Did that help you get any closer to where you was trying to get? Nope. <laughs> Did that help you hit that note? Did that help you write that book? Did that help you hit that step any better? Remember them lines. Get that degree. No. Nothing. You know? And I think, that's how I think. That's literally how I think. Like, I'd be like, oh, is this something? Nope. Woo! And if, 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 if that helps me avoid so much stuff, because I have to operate at a certain level of excellence. I know how I how I perform and how I want to keep raising the notch. And it's like, and I and I and I sit back and I look at myself subjectively. That's another thing. That's it's a thing that I do. Like every time I perform anything, I anytime I do anything, I always sit back and I kind of like um, nitpick and I see different things because I'm I'm a perfectionist, you know? So it's like I'm amazing, but it's never good enough, you know, because we all could be better. You know, I'm always a student and it's always like, I love that. And I think about where I was in that space and I did it the best that I could at that moment. And that's amazing. But then I think about moving forward. Okay, how can I make it better next time? I need to put my head a little bit more right. I just need to be more on top of that vocal right there. I need to hit that step a little bit sharper right there. Don't do too many steps this time. Whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with my looks, I'm like, okay, I did this kind of look this time. Now I need to up it or pull back or just always being looking at yourself from a, a the like a subjective standpoint you know mm. but still having the confidence you know because then you don't want to rip your part yourself apart too much but you got to be honest with yourself before you walk out into the world because girl yeah <laughs> when they tell you when somebody else tells you you should know already Right, that's true. That is true. Like you, it's like when you look at somebody going to try marrying a house, like that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you need to look in the mirror before you go. <laughs> Listen, it's like when, when it's like, is your skirt is my skirt too short? Anytime you have to ask somebody a question, you already know the answer. Mm -hmm. When I ask somebody, is my skirt too short? I already know my skirt is too short. But you still ask. But you know in the back of your mind that your skirt was too short before you left the house, even when you wear heels. When you wear heels, you'd be like, damn. You'd be like, okay, they fit my foot. They're high as hell. You're like, I really want to wear these. These are the only shoes I have to go with this outfit. And you're just like, okay, I think, you're like, they're not going to hurt. You convince, you literally convince yourself. You're, that's why I say your mind is powerful. Your mind is so powerful. You literally convince yourself that you can fit something and it's not going to hurt. Gag. You get there and you're like, you're about to die. And you're like, why would I do that? Because you can, because you over here lying to yourself. Keep it real with yourself. And see, you can and you gotta be real with yourself. Cause I'll tell myself, this is gonna be an in-pain night. Period. And I accept it from the beginning though. I don't set myself up mentally and then later on be distraught when my feet hurt or whatever the case may be, you know? I'm I'll try to be super logical about this. <laughs> Be logical instead of being cute. <laughs> yes, be logical, sure. <laughs> well, 
I do want to thank you for doing this because like now I got to know you in person pretty much. Um, and we will thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, anytime, anytime. We're gonna and we should we're gonna talk after this because uh okay. we're talk. But thank you, and I want to thank everybody for listening and following everywhere because it's worth it. Let me tell you, the videos on Instagram alone <laughs> are worth it because you see them thank and you, you think like, is that Beyonce? Oh no, no, it's Malone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. For being here. <laughs> thank you.